When I pop out like this, you heard pop out some Chris, pop out like this, mm-hmm. pop in my shit, mm-hmm. doing like this. Mm-hmm. If I popped your bitch, mm-hmm. pop out like, boy, hold on, hold on. Hold up, hold up. Mm-hmm. I tell that Larry, man. Trash. Cruise, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Cruise season podcast. We are back again. This is episode 158. Goddamn news. Siento 58. Good to it, man. Goddamn. Every time, and I think you're gonna stumble. Mm-mm. You let me down. <laughs> OT is in the building. What's good, man? What's good? Y'all know I don't need no introduction. Y'all know. Can't heal. Trill AC, man. Another episode of the Crew Season Podcast, man. How y'all boys doing on this glorious? Good. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get back to go light my hookah, man. Lovely, man. Lovely, man. Feel it, man. God damn. Glad to be back in the studio. That's it. Uh, no. We didn't get to touch on last time too much. You know, we we had been out for a minute. You know what I'm saying? We didn't really say how we been doing. How y'all boy? How y'all been doing? Been good, man. Came off vacation with the family. I'm Gooch. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 cool, man. Like I gotta say, just a whole lot of moving around. It's starting to get a bit annoying. Working but, nigga like a slave. Yeah, I mean it's uh you know it's all good, man. It's just a learning, just a learning experience. You know what I'm saying? The money is good, so I mean you can't you can't really complain on that end. But like I say, I just I'm just ready to get back to business, man. And that's why it's good to be back. So, all right, man. The docket today. Yeah. What's up, man? What we got today, man? Damn, man. I, don't, I hate starting to part off with some bullshit, but P Diddy. Mm. Uh, is under oh, a shit. bit of scrutiny <laughs> at the moment. Now, <laughs> his ex, Miss Cassie, uh, you know, now he's dating Carisha. Well, uh, 
I don't, I don't even know you can call that dating. But they entertaining each other right now. Carisha, they've been all in, you know, media, social media, things of that nature. But before her, it was Cassie. Um, and now that they over with, Cassie is suing him in federal court for rape and sexual assault. Rape. Forcibly putting himself on her within the relationship. She submitted a 35-page indictment on him. So, of course, that hit the media. It's going crazy right now. You got a bunch of people coming out telling their stories. It's on some Me Too type stuff just in the rap game mm. instead of the movie and, the you know, comedy, other parts of entertainment game because it didn't really hit the rap game um, as far as the Me Too. I think they, they tried to get Russell Russell Simmons, but it didn't really go crazy like that. But this, <laughs> he left the country. Right. He got up out of there. <laughs> Early. But this, though, that social media is spinning right now. So I just want to get y'all take on it. We don't got many facts or anything to come out. Like, all we got is that 35-page, uh, you know, document that she submitted in the process of suing him. Um, now, again, for context, there's been a lot of talks about what Puff Daddy does behind the scenes for years. Uh, you know, he's been rumored to be gay. He's been rumored to be, like, you know, being extra, you know, touchy-feely. With men and different things like this. So this right here is kind of, and a lot of people are stamping those accusations. What's your thoughts on all this, man? Hey, man. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Just <laughs> no comment, bro. Hey, I don't like talking about stuff like that. It's too touchy, bro. Like, it's allegations, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a big history of people saying that's about you over the years. And stuff was quiet because you was just so powerful in your way back in them days. Now you're not as powerful. And people people can talk. You understand me? And all this stuff coming out. But it is a coincidence. Everybody that was around you back in them days that was going to write a book in the memoir about you and what was going on around you, they seemingly died. Ended up dead. I don't know what to believe. Mm. So I would rather not even talk about it. You understand me? Because you still got enough money to knock people off. <laughs> and I'm cool. I ain't trying to get knocked off. <laughs> oh, no problems. No problems. I'm great. I'm cool. I mean, uh, allegedly. <laughs> right. This is a legend. It's all I, legend. Did, I did hear that he was also trying to buy CBS. So some people was talking to rumors that oh, it's another black man not trying to do I'm something. So tired not I get hit with something. Not happening, bro. I'm so, so tired I don't of know. This shit. When niggas always try to buy a network, <laughs> he already got a network. It's failing I'm though. His, his, his network is failing. Hey. Come on, man. We we ain't, we ain't doing that. He ain't investing to the right people. He invested in to some bullshit, into a lot of bullshit. Are you, you saying that? Are you saying that, Carisha? Please, chill out, chill out. We not going there. I'm not. I'm not, not even because I'm, just no, for I'm context, Carisha, please beat out a lot of podcasters for podcast of the year. You know hey. that. You know that was paid for. Hey, so are you saying that I he's not operating in, in in good faith over there at, at Revolt? We know. We know they're not. You see these so, other channels? So you saying bro, those like, numbers are fraudulent? Yes, these other channels, bro. They don't. They don't play that, bro. Like your numbers go down, they get rid of you. They don't care who on the cast. You may see a couple of them go to a different show or scene or some shit, but they ain't gonna keep the show just because they like you as a person. Because liking you as a person, that don't move no money. Right. Other other people don't. Other channels don't handle their business like that. But when you got some black owned, 
You understand me? We don't conduct business like that. We conduct business on, oh, I like you. Mm. But you're not making no money. Now look at your channel, because that's just a fact. We can that's public. All this, all this what I'm telling you is public record about it, about his channel. You can go look at him been losing money from revolt since he got it. That tells me you've been making the wrong decisions. But shit, Carisha, and you please. can't get out your way. She getting a million views in a couple of days. Are we saying that that's part? No, no, no. You got to realize, though. You got to realize. Nobody else getting a couple million. No, 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 no. She getting that on YouTube, Mm -hmm. not on Revolt. He owns Revolt. He don't have no stake in YouTube. Yes. He may get some money off of the YouTube shit, Mm -hmm. but that's her channel. You get what I'm saying? So he got to, in a way, split that money with her. But if it was on his channel... He would see all revenue first. Do you remember how Joe Button was tripping? Because Spotify seen all revenue first. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to cut you a slice. Mm-hmm. Since it's on her YouTube page, you can't do that with her. It's she knows what's coming in. I'm about to say, is it her YouTube? Or is it on I think it might be Revolt. It ain't no, because we would all see that. She's not getting a million views on Revolt. I'm t- smooth. The shit be like 970, 9. I'm no TV you. channel shows views. None. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about. Uh, we some revolts YouTube. YouTube channel is what. Oh, the it may be okay. On. It may be on YouTube, but yeah. that's still YouTube platform. Mm-hmm. Even true. ours. That's that's all. This is owned by YouTube. Yes. You get what I'm saying. So you split that revenue with YouTube. No, no, no. What what we're saying is, is if it's popular enough to get a million views in a day, yeah, or two days, how is the network failing? Because it's on. Because you got to podcast of the year. All right, so it's podcast on YouTube. Right, so yes, in in YouTube, she makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. right? But on Revolt, let's just say her shit was only on the Revolt Network, period. Not on YouTube, on on the channel. It don't do that because people don't watch TV; they watch YouTube. Do you do you feel like the YouTube numbers real? Ooh, I don't know. YouTube shit can be more, paid for. You, but I think YouTube numbers are way more real than like the nah, on Spotify and stuff. No, because you can pay for all that. You could pay for somebody to sit there and stream your stuff, bro. No matter what it is. I feel true. Just read the comments. Run down, run down the numbers real quick. A month ago, her and G Herbo, two, two million. And that's on YouTube, right? That's on her channel. On that's on, on Revolt. This is Revolt. Okay, that's on the YouTube Revolt Summer channel. Walker, 2.9. Yep. Black China, 2.2. 2. Mm-hmm. Trina, 3.2. Mm-hmm. G Herbo, 10 months ago, 5.2. I mean, that's all within a year. One, two, three, four, five episodes. Five episodes a year, you got 10 million views or five episodes. Yes. So are you saying it's podcast of the year? Nobody else doing those numbers five episodes. I don't what 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 uh Joe Rogan doing? You think he's doing five episodes, 10 mils? I'm, I'm thinking he's doing at least at least a million episodes, I think. Is he is he is he on YouTube? Yeah. He should be. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. I mean, he close. He in there. He one point. He got one point six with the rock. He dropped weekly though, right? Yeah. Oh, he got okay. one point five with. Oh, but this shit is short clips though. Oh, Maybe not well. Well, he well he might have an exclusive situation with Spotify. Yeah, these are short. These these like fourteen ah, nine okay, minutes. So these gotcha, ain't full. Gotcha, gotcha. I okay. want to have two hour videos. So. Well, either way, we getting off subject. Sorry, yeah, sorry. The accusations. 
Is there? Do y'all feel like there's any merit to it without hearing any facts? We just we just in the barbershop talking. The accusations come out. What's y'all hey thoughts man, it's on all, It's all hearsay. I mean, I, you've definitely hear, heard through the years about wild parties and, you know, but that's, I think that's a lot of celebrities and, and athletes mm-hmm. throw wild type of parties because when you, when you that, in that type of upper echelon, like a lot of people will do whatever just to fit in. That's true. Whether it's the drugs, whether it's sex, just being around, like people will do whatever. Mm. What, like put themselves on the line, doing the most nasty stuff, foul stuff, just to prove a point, just to prove they fit in, just to prove they can do it. So I wouldn't put it past if some stuff happened. Um, but you know, it's, it's always, it's always interesting to like when you hear things like years later. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you just of course you always curious to know why didn't they want to come out a little bit sooner? Does that take some of the credence away from it in your eyes? Mm, just a just a tad, mm. just a little bit, because sometimes it's what like what finally made you do it. Because after, let's say, just hypothetically though, if you go in twenty years mm-hmm. and haven't said nothing about it, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Maybe because I, I don't I don't I haven't been through something like that, so maybe I can't really put myself in that position. But when it's so long. To me, after so long, when I have certain emotions, after a certain amount of time, they did. But this is a serious situation, serious issue. So I can definitely understand how something would linger on for so long and they finally have the courage to do what they do, to want to sue and, you know, to want to let everybody else know, like, whatever this person did to me was bad mm-hmm. and I I'm, I'm want to be an advocate and I'm standing up for, you know, women who have dealt with this person and you know, hopefully other people may come out if they've experienced the same things. Man. So I definitely understand that part. Yeah. But see, but see, I think a lot of it, man, especially when you're dealing with powerful men, um, you know, it's a lot of red tape to get past. First and foremost, you just jump out the window and say something like that. Most people are just not going to believe you. Because, I mean, even P. Diddy is a perfect example, right? These rumors have been around forever. Uh, even rumors that he has he has something to do with Tupac getting killed, or rumors that he he might have killed Kim Porter, which they was looking at that right now, mm-hmm. right? You see what I'm saying? So it's it's a lot of these things that just been out there for real. Mm-hmm. But did he just got a did he like the Teflon Don? Like he just he keep, he for it kind of just goes away. Like it's a story and then it just disappears off the face of the earth. You see what I'm saying? So I think that right there might may have played a role in her, you know, uh, lack of willingness to come out right out of the gate. Also, NDAs a lot of times be signed, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, when you leave this relationship, you can't speak publicly about anything that happens in this relationship. So let's say she goes to the laws with it. If she don't have concrete evidence. Mm. Then they can't pursue the case. You see what I'm saying? So she can't even throw the 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 innuendo out there because of NDA she signed. And if she try to go the legal route, it ain't it ain't no getting over that either. You see what I'm saying? Also, a lot of them be feeling like if I come out and say something with somebody this powerful in the industry that I'm in, this is gonna affect my money. True. I'm not you know because he got a lot of relationships and nobody. And if he put the word out there and say, hey, I don't want nobody working with her, and then you do, people gonna risk. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to risk that. Connection that I got right here, so I'm gonna just stay out of that. I, hey man, I ain't working with her, whatever the case may be. And mm. she's not like an A-list star anyway, so it's not like they're gonna lose something by not working with her. So, I'm, so th- those are just a few examples as to why maybe it took so long. And you know, maybe you know, 
Like I say, she might feel he vulnerable at the time because of this Tupac stuff mm-hmm. and because of a bunch of different things going on that's, that's, that's not that's really true. looking too good. And it's like, you know, he got into it with Warner Brothers about the Batman situation. So it's like a lot of things going on with him. So she's like, well, now it's the perfect time. I will just jump out there and, and, and see if I can get some merit to it now. So mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised that social media getting as crazy as it is. Because like I say, these accusations been there. Well, that's because it's in the court now. Right. And it's documents. Yeah, it's federal, yeah, federal yeah. court too. Yeah. So yeah. that's why people really on it. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is real serious. It ain't just no he say, she say. Right. No, no Instagram live allegations like this mm-hmm. is some real shit that's that's going on. Well, so, I get it. In in light of Diddy, man, um, somebody who had a who had an altercation with him. Mm. Uh, some may say a fisticuffs. J Cole mm. recently mm-hmm. was uh, he did a podcast with Yachty, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was speaking about marriage and about things that kind of surprised him. But before we get into that, did, did y'all hear about the, the reasoning for that scuffle with J. Cole? Uh, I, I, I remember it, but not, not in depth. Bits and pieces. What I'm, to my understanding, Diddy was, Diddy was under the influence, mm-hmm. and I guess he didn't like the way Cole was looking at Cassie mm-hmm. or, or when he approached him. Like, I don't know if he was talking to somebody. I know they was all kind of close mm-hmm. in, the, in the same vicinity. That's what happened right here. Diddy was drunk. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. But this is around the time K-Dot put that control verse out. And if okay. you remember, he was talking about king of New York, king of the coast, all that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Diddy got drunk and was kind of, you know, asking and pressing him about it jokingly, but it got a little serious. And I think Diddy went so far as to, like, try to pour a drink on K-Dot. Okay. And J. Cole Stepped jumped in, in to defend K-Dot. And it was like, nah, that ain't, that ain't happening. You see what I'm saying? But Diddy is under the influence, so... They get to they get to scuffle mm-hmm. when he steps in between it, mm-hmm. and that and that right there is what it stands from. Again, another story that just disappeared, right? Mm-hmm. Just like when when they say he swung a Drake for the zero to hundred record, yeah, right. Another story that just disappeared. You swung at him for that? You wouldn't have did that on that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's just be real here. But these Diddy stories, man, it, it's it's a story and then it just disappears. It's just weird. I, I've, I've never seen nothing like this before. But we're going to keep it moving. J. Cole was speaking about marriage. Speaking of him and Drake is collabing on a tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's y'all thoughts on oh, that? Just, just real quick before we get into the oh, Hey, hey, my plug. Two goats. My plug. I know two plugs. We, we, hey. I know two plugs. We needs that. <laughs> needs that. San Antonio. <laughs> needs that. We needs that. Real plugs, too. I know real plugs. We, we needs that San Antonio. Two of them. And, and the fact that you cool with both of them, we needs that. <laughs> no, no, we know two people, though. I know, but I'm saying one of them. Cool oh, no, with, two of them. One of them cool with both yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like close. Yeah. So we needs that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to sit here and let y'all press my homework. And if I homework. don't get that, it's a problem. I'm let y'all press Every time I see you, it's a problem. Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> you say you for a point off, I need to see you. <laughs> I'm not going to let him do you like that. Dude. Don't, don't worry about that. Uh, but okay, yeah, nah, that, that's going to be massive. I, I'm, I'm, man, if we can if we can get some tickets to that one, that's going to be crazy. But <clears throat> he was on Lil Yachty podcast. He was speaking about marriage, right? He had some interesting things to say. I'm going to play the clip. I want to get y'all's take on it couples that's been married for a long time and and I know now from life experience that like man that shit didn't always feel like it felt when y'all first met that's not how it always felt mm. people get married thinking that like I'm meeting you and this shit feel like this and we on a high mm. 
and I'm gonna marry you because man, this shit been feeling like this for a year straight. I already know I got my person. It's gonna feel like this forever. Shit, that first year after you get married or two years after you get married and that shit don't feel the same? No. You got to now find a new way to fall in love with this person from this valley that y'all in. You got to find a way to get back to the peak. We got to go on more dates. I got to listen more. I got to like, shit, I got to turn this IG off because they keep suggesting all the baddest bitches. <laughs> like, I got to stop looking that way so I could just mm -hmm. focus on this and appreciate what I got. Boom, boom. He said, look, man, a lot of people go into marriage under the assumption that, hey, it's going to be this way forever, man. Found my soul, man. We're going to hit the ground running. Yeah. And this is how it's going to go. J. Cole said a lot of people find out the hard way that that's not the case. Do y'all agree with what he had to say on of that? Of course. Of course, man. A lot of people don't, they don't understand. Like, the person that you meet and you marry them motherfuckers, they're not going to be the same person in five years. They're going to look entirely different. And not, they're definitely not going to be the same person in 10 years. But you, if you don't grow, you're going to be looking like, damn, you used to do this, but you're not doing that no more. Mm. Well, life's caught up. You know what I'm saying? My responsibility has changed. I value different things greater than I value this now. Mm. Hey, I might not even value no, that no longer. You understand me? And that be the part people get mixed up with each other. You get what I'm saying? Then... People don't speak and somebody got a problem with communicating their feelings and shit get misconstrued and now y'all getting a divorce. The wasted the last three years of your marriage mm. because y'all don't know how to talk to each other. Y'all don't know y'all don't know how to get back to that field. You get what I'm saying? And now when you get divorced, you regret that you even back on the field. Yeah, it's fun and enticing at first. But when you done ran through them all, you know what I'm saying, you didn't talk to the biggest and all that type of stuff. It just don't feel like that that man or that woman that you had standing next to you fighting the world every day with you. Mm. And you get to missing that. And then you try to double back and they didn't find somebody that's on their program. Mm. So crazy. And that shit hurt. So that's what that be. That's all that be. And he he's speaking right to it. That's be that be the problem right there. You get the other side watching when you start getting them years on it. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. The man said it ain't it ain't all rainbows and roses, man. Ever. I think it's it's man. I mean, I for the longest I know that that's how a lot of people are, especially women. Women, I'm just gonna be honest. Like I think men have more of an ideal of what a relationship should be, and I think we know that it's not gonna be rainbows and roses and, and champagne, and we we know that. But I think women will come into it um, thinking that. We won't have like big issues. Mm. And I think some of it might be our fault too, because before, I think before those big commitments, either serious conversations haven't been had or you haven't had one of those big fights yet. Mm. And so because you haven't had a big fight yet, you just assume that you're never going to have a big fight. Mm. But it's coming. And you might have several. But it's how do you get through those situations like that's going to make y'all stronger is when you have those tough conversations. Now I'm understanding where you're coming from. Cause before we was on two different islands, but now we're working together instead of you doing your thing. I'm doing my thing, or I'm going to say what I got to say and I don't care how you feel mm -hmm. about it. And I'm, you know, and if you, if you can't deal with it and so what, there's a door. You can't do that in a relationship is you and I, how we got to repair this some kind of way. Otherwise, this boat going to continue to sink. 
And then if it sinks, we all in trouble. Kids in trouble, you in trouble. I'm like, you can't do that. So you got to just understand, like, it's going to be tough. It, it That just is what it is. And if I love you and you love me like you say you do, then we should have a conversation, even though it's going to be difficult. That's what makes, I think that's what makes the relationship strong. That's what makes the relationship just, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it makes it like, that's that's the covering over it. That's what makes it like official to me. Cause like right. we've been through things. It's like if you have a sports team, you know, I'm going to my sports shit. It's like if you have somebody on your team, y'all going through practice, y'all going through two a days, y'all waking up early mornings, going through things, but you're doing all that. So when you have the time to perform, you perform and you together and you on one page. And if I know I'm on a fast break, I know where you're gonna be. If I'm throwing a pass, I know what route you're running. That's that's how we have to be at all times. Otherwise, you're not going to work. I can't say hut and then you run a slant route and I'm expecting you to do a go route because hmm. I'm going to throw that slant and now it's going the other way. So, yeah, man, we, we just got to do better at working together and just understand, like, the shit is not going to be perfect. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get dark. You're going to have them valleys, like he said. So what are you going to do in those moments to get out that valley and to repair your relationship? Mm. And men, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna put that on us. What What are you gonna do as a man to repair your relationship in those moments when you're not feeling the best, when your wife is not feeling the best, when y'all both are like, "What the hell are we doing?" Like, that's when you got to be honest with yourself. Change something within yourself. Have a different conversation. If you need to seek therapy, cool. If you need to talk to somebody who has you know, tenure, 20 years, 30 years, whatever, like all those conversations need to be had. And I think it's a it's a good refresher, too, just to remind each other how much we care about each other and love each other and why we got here in the first place instead of just harboring on the stuff you've done the past couple of weeks or the past couple of months. Yeah, I agree. I think, man, marriage don't even start until you're about a year, year and a half in, in my humble opinion. I think right out of the gate, we both just kind of—it's kind of like just being thrown in a deep pool. Like you, you, you trying to just gather your bearings as soon as you hit the water. You don't know what the hell going on. Or this is deep. I'm trying. Whoa, what is what's going on? That's how getting into a marriage is, right? And it's because of all of the preconceived notions before we get in there, um, especially from a male perspective, we just don't have a lot of faith in it. We don't. A lot of times when we get married, it's because our woman wants to get married. Let's that's, that's just put it on the table. Most men don't don't wake up aspiring to be in a marriage. That's that's just not how that goes. Is we dating a woman, we love this woman, we can't pitch a life without this woman. She values marriage highly. We cool with it. Okay, let's 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 go on and get married. That's typically how it how it goes. So when we first get in it, a lot of times we still living for ourselves in, individually. We ain't really grasped the concept of us, we. Everything I do is reflective on us. We. We still feel like, okay, I can go out there and basically have separate lives, right? I can go work my job. I can go kick it with my boys. I can go do all of these things. And none of that has any bearing on my relationship. I can come home, snap my fingers, and be a totally different person for my wife and for my household, and I can juggle. But after about a year, year and a half in, you learn that that is impossible, and if you try to do that, your relationship will start tanking because your woman starts to feel alienated. She starts to feel like you're not on the same page. And then you start 
developing resentment because once she starts feeling like that, she's pulling away privileges and benefits that you once had before. She's trying to she's trying to have deep conversations. She's trying to argue. She's trying to nag, things of that nature. And it's at that point to where most relationships break. Most marriages break because due diligence was not done. We didn't know what we were signing up for. Not only that, we didn't have a lot of examples. We didn't talk just like bro just said. We didn't talk to nobody who was married for 30, 40 years that can tell us, hey, this is what you need to look forward to. This is how this is going to go. A lot of times when we talk to people who've been married that long, a lot of times they bitter within their own goddamn marriage. Let's just, let's just put it on the table. You got guys saying, hey, man, you can stay, stay single as long as you can. Man. <laughs> when you're getting this, all oh, that's going to die down. All that, all that little fun stuff y'all do, that's over with. That's the narrative that a lot of men is getting. Right? It's not the, hey, man, this is how you navigate through that. Like, y'all can still be happy, but you got to do this. and You got to do that. You got to communicate. You got to be on the same page. You got to leave your ego at the door. Mm-hmm. That's not the tutelage that a lot of us is getting. So a lot of us got to find that out the hard way. And it often takes about a year, a year and a half. And if we manage to make it through that, that's when the real marriage starts. That's when we start living for each other. That's when we understand the fact that everything I say, everything I do is reflective on my partner. And it's going to affect my partner in some type of way. Every choice I make when I'm outside, from the, from the smallest of choices to the biggest of choices, is going to affect our relationship. And you start moving accordingly. And that's when things get good, if you're moving in the right way. So... That's the disconnect, man. Um, but before that, you know, it's all fairy tales. It's all, you know, hey, man, just, just, people be so caught up on the damn ceremony and planning a wedding and things mm. of that nature, man, that you you got no idea what's on, what, on the other side man. of that, baby. <laughs> so, Stay married six months. And it's so, nigga, it's been 30000 Hey, get a divorce and she's still trying to keep the ring. That's crazy. Damn, I got to start my life off. I'm in debt. At least this ring can be a deposit. Nigga, still paying on it. Yeah, understand me? Real Let rap. me go get that back. <laughs> You understand me? But she be like, hell no. Mm-mm. Nope. You in that's the mood. That's selfish. Hey, boy, it's a dirty game. Yeah, bro. man. But they yeah. said you gave it to her. That's the thing. Bro. So, though. So it's your fault for not doing your due diligence. <laughs> but that, but it goes back to what we said about doing your due diligence. Why are you spending that much money on the ring for a woman you ain't certain of? Because if the relationship ends in six months, <laughs> it was some signs that was missed on that's both sides. That's just silence. That's just real. First off, yeah. unless you got bread just to blow, right? Even still, don't agree with. It, but unless you got bread just to blow, fellas, if you have a woman that's pressing you on getting an expensive ass ring and having an expensive ass wedding, when you know damn well that's gonna be hard to do, it's gonna set y'all back. They ain't the woman for you, right? It's not because y'all gonna be in thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars worth of debt. Before you even get started, and y'all probably still paying for school, you got car notes, like, but that's a lot of shit to overcome before you really start to get rolling. I would yeah. just say, like, something that, that your family is starting to build on. Like, y'all ain't got no crib yet. You don't need to be getting no $10,000 ring. That's a fact. You get what I'm saying? Like, none of y'all, you don't, your man don't deserve it, and you don't deserve it. Right. You understand me? Y'all ain't even got the foundations of this shit down. Because what they not telling you is after that day, y'all both going to be fighting reality together without all them people there. Yep. Preach. That's what they don't tell you. So then them bills pile up after that after that ceremony. It's still because going. Because odds is they didn't pay that ceremony off. That was 20 bands. That ring, 
8,000. Let's be reasonable. 8,000. Right? That's 28,000 we talking about. You still you still living, so y'all got places to stay. You paying rent. You paying rent somewhere. Rent ain't cheap these days. Yeah. Let's say 1500 Bills, on the cheap insurance. End. You get what I'm saying? One of y'all done came off apartments that you got insurance. You got all this shit that y'all got that y'all paying for. You get what I'm saying? Y'all ain't y'all ain't got nothing that y'all can be proud of saying, I got that. Right. Like we 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 got this. You ain't got nothing. But your woman looking down at her ring. While y'all struggling <laughs> Shit nigga They be glistening You hear me This light up The whole house You hear me The lights off But the house lit up Cause of this right. <laughs> Like Get the fuck out of here man Like y- Y'all need to be reasonable man Five years Y'all get married goddamn. In my opinion Married little, If you gonna do a little ceremony Little ceremony Cool Bam mm. Or if y'all gonna do courthouse You get what I'm saying Look We gonna get to this Five year mark and then we're going to have a big celebration. We're mm. going gonna to get everything that we said we was going to go chase. Mm. All I need is a goddamn uh, 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 two, $300 ring. Shit, I don't even need that. Just let's get two bands. Fuck it. Mm. Let's get two little $20 bands. We know we married. Yes. We know what we fighting for. Goddamn me. Chase this shit down. Go get that big stupid ass house that y'all been dreaming about. Yeah, now y'all not in debt. You understand me? You're not in debt. You're not, you didn't do all this other, you ain't do all the goofy ass shit in the beginning. Goddamn me. Y- y'all stood on y'all grounds. Hey, fuck all them people that saying, oh, nah, my, my daughter deserved this. My son mm-hmm. deserved that and all that. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, I deserve a good living. Mm-hmm. Right. You saying I deserve a good wedding and all that shit, which is true, I do. But my wedding is only one day. I'm trying to live 60, 70 years. Mm. I can't live in this in this uh ceremony place. I can't live in there. I can't live in this building. We don't own this. I paid twenty thousand to rent it for six hours. That's that's you crazy. Get, that's what it be. Think about it, but that's real shit. That that's what it be. I paid twenty thousand to rent it for six hours. No ROI, straight loss. Now you cut, get what I'm saying? Cut that in half. Cut that twenty bands in half. You and your woman can take a goddamn trip for a week. You get what I'm and saying? Do whatever y'all want to do. Two weeks of that. You know what I'm saying? Go on a cruise for two weeks. Five bands, have another five bands, and go crazy. You get what I'm saying? Or you can just be like, fuck it. Hey, look, we know we're mad. I love you. We can take a light little trip, you know, in the city somewhere. You get what I'm saying? Like, we live in Houston. You take a light little trip to a nice one of these hotels, live it up for a sec, and then bam. All right, baby, look, we saving this. We got this. We going. We want this right here in a year. We go, we go and get that. Where you want to stay at? We're going to go look at houses mm-hmm. and we're going to chase this shit down. When we get to five years, yeah, I know you. I know you want that big diamond ass ring, and I want you to have it, baby. I want you to have it, but we don't deserve it right now because you're not the only one that own that ring. That mm. is a representation of your man. Mm. That is a representation of the man that got you, right? So in five years, if he can afford to say, "Fuck it, I'm going drive fifteen on this ring," mm. we got this big stupid ass house. We're gonna renew our vows in five years. Goddamn it, he didn't follow through on all this. And now you deserve the thing, you're gonna appreciate everything. You're gonna appreciate the journey. You're gonna appreciate all that shit. All that shit. That but if you get all that offhand, you're gonna feel entitled. Everybody does. That's why most people don't make it to five years. They feel entitled. So yeah, man. It's the bragging rights. A lot of people just ain't got the damn grit. Yeah, to, that's true too. To, to fight through anyway, but and it, and it ain't even just marriage. It's it's, it's their life. A lot of people just don't finish it. Like they'll start something and they got the best of intentions, but they ain't got the grit to see it through. They ain't got the grit to take them two losses 
and then show back up the next day and fight just as hard as they did before the losses came. And that's in their career. That's in their real life. That's with their friends. That's with their family. And it's going to be the same thing in that marriage. And that's why it's so important, man. That's why I be telling people, pay attention to people's resumes before you get in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. What did they finish? What did they, what did they set out to accomplish and actually finish? Mm-hmm. Because that's what a marriage is. When we walk down that aisle, we setting out to be with each other for 40, 50 years, regardless of what happens in this shit. Do you have a grit to get there? Okay. When we when we run into issues, when we get tired of each other, when this when this ring that I bought you, you get used to seeing it. When just like bro just said, when all the family and all them little presents that was, that we was getting before this shit, when all that stop and we ain't got nothing but bills left and we disagreeing and we arguing and you know we we, we you know we having kids and now we ain't got as much time for each other. Do we have the grit? To say, you know what, I'm about to buckle down and I'm about to figure this shit out because we're going to get to that finish line by any means necessary. Yeah. Most people don't have that. And that's why their marriages don't last. And it's sad you can't see people backbone. It's just real. That's just real. And you're going to take a lot of L's. So that's the, that's the funny part. Like, you may, be, you may take five L's in a row, but guess what? You still have each other. That's the thing. At the end of the That's day, the yeah. we still got each other, bro. Like, and then you're going, okay, we got five L's. We understand. Guess what? You might take five more. Mm-hmm. But we in this together. We're going to find a way. We're going to figure it out. I took about 40, 50 L's before I got up. You know what I'm saying? Sure. We're going to find That's a way through real. this. And that that built callous. That makes you stronger. And that makes you appreciate things just more mm-hmm. by being in it and just figuring out, finding a way to figure it out. Yeah. Whatever you're doing. Clearly, it's not working, but it's okay because you're trying. That's what it's the effort that a lot of people just don't care to give anymore. And, and the reason being is because they don't believe in each other. Which takes mm-hmm. us to the next clip. There was a guy that was speaking about belief, man, in each other, and you know what's how that's necessary in order for the relationship to thrive. I'm gonna play this clip, man. We're gonna get y'all take on it. Need is one person in your life who says, you got this, I believe in you, and you will find courage and energy to do things that you would not have had before. But more importantly, um, that person needs to also say, and if everything goes wrong, I will be there for you, and I will be there with you, and I will be in the mud with you, um, and has the ability to say, something's wrong, I'm worried about you. Um, And I think burnout happens when you're attempting to do all of the things you see other people do and not realize that they have deep, meaningful relationships that you can't see. And you think, falsely, that you have to do it alone. And that's when burnout happens. Because you don't, as an individual, have the energy. But in community and in relationship and in friendship, um, it's remarkable, including knowing when to just take a little break to recharge. Facts. It's about belief, man. It's about, again, coming home, looking at each other every day, regardless of what it is that we went through outside, I know I got you. If all else is going wrong in my life, I got you that's going to ride with me, you that's going to stand in it with me, you that's going to work with me to figure it out, and and I'm going to give you the same energy in return. That's what's missing. A lot of people just don't believe in the person that they laying down with every single night. Mm-hmm. It's always some keeping tally. It's always some, I'm bringing this, so what you bringing? Okay, well, you ain't bringing enough. You ain't bringing what I'm bringing. So uh, uh, now, I'm, now I'm one foot in, one foot out of this situation. Instead of us being deeply invested and, and really, like, like I said, having a grit to buckle down and say, you know what, you may not have what I have, but we're going to work together to get you there. Facts. 
that's what's missing, man. So just just speak to what he was saying about the belief aspect. Like it's longest got somebody you can come home to yep. that actually believes in you that's gonna stand in the mud mm-hmm. with you to figure it out. You're gonna be all right. I'd even take it off of relationships, even just just in general friendships. Yeah. You know, I immediately when I heard that clip, I think about like personal training or if somebody in a um somebody trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I think about. When you have a personal trainer, you paying that personal trainer for results. And mm-hmm. that person comes in and says, I believe in you, but you have to do one, two, three, four in order to get where you're trying to go. Right. And if you don't follow those rules, if you, he say, make sure, hey, I know we're working out two times a week, but when we're not working out, I need you to, you know, do 30 minutes of cardio. I need you. There's something that you need to do for yourself on your own time mm-hmm. to get to where we need to go. But if you don't do that self-work, it's not going to get there. Same thing with group classes. Like some people feel like isolated or they may be new somewhere mm-hmm. and, you know, they don't know what to do. But the moment they, you know, make a couple of friends, now they have a community and right. it's like, damn, like I, now I can't let them down. That and that, that's my drive because not only am I helping myself, I'm feeding this other person too. It is. And, and that's why, you know, like, again, I'm taking off of that part. But I just really appreciate that because – you never know what somebody going through, and just by you continually showing up every day for that person, that feeds them too. And now y'all both don't want to let each other down. Mm. And so building that community and, like he said, having someone say, I believe in you, I know you can do it, when, even on your off days, I'm here. Like That's what keeps people going and motivated and keeps them from doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing or keeping them from being depressed or things like that. Just that community and just knowing like I'm doing this for a reason. It's, it's the why. They kind of have a, they found their why mm. for that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think people don't realize how big certain small gestures is, man. Just somebody saying that, especially somebody that's your significant other that you love, saying, hey, baby, I believe in you. That, that make you confident enough to go out there and take risk. You see what I'm saying? I think that's where a lot of people who are not successful, they, they live in fear. Of if I take this risk and it go wrong, who knows? You see what I'm saying? But people who have that type of backing, that type of, you know, support system, they're going to be way more brave. They're going to be way more, you know what, man, I'm going to go out there and try it, gang. I ain't going to lie to you. And a lot of times those people who bold, it typically goes well for you. And those people tend to become successful. But having that bit of support, especially from your woman, speaking from a male perspective, in a society that just kind of leaves men out to dry, if we gonna be, if we gonna keep it real here, your, your your success determines your relationships. Your success determines how much people respect you, whether people even want to be around you. Mm. That's what your whether or not you succeed. That's what that's gonna determine. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's a lot of pressure for a man, especially a black man to walk around with every day. It's a lot of men in relationships right now that feel like, man, if this money slow down, my old lady is gone. And these dudes is rich. These is athletes. These is rappers. These is whoever. You know what I'm saying? If this money slow down, she gone. So in a situation like that, it's, it's destined to fail because he, you, you literally fighting by yourself. There is nobody that's in that mud with you. But, you know, when you happen to find that, man, like, you got to hold on to that shit for their life. Because that right there could literally be the difference between you winning and you being you losing out here, out of, you know, or being complacent, which is worse, mm. out of fear. Yeah, I think, 
our generation, man, we we don't know the process. Not that we don't fall in love, we, because we don't fall in love with the process, but we don't even know it because we didn't see it through the generation mm-hmm. before us. So that's what I be saying, Aya, man. People don't even know the process of getting to that. You can't fall in love with the process of being in love because you don't know what that is. You don't know what it look like. So that that's the problem that we have. Everybody want that quick. Want the quick relationships. So I can get over past, I can get past this. All right, look cool. Let me do this, this. It don't work like that. Mm-hmm. You want shit to last, man. You got to go through a process in this shit. You understand me? And you got to have some trustworthy people around you. Mm. Some Somebody that's just as fearless. You get what I'm saying? Somebody that believe in you. Shit. Almost in the way that they, they believe more in you than they do in themselves. But they standing right there with you in the fire. People don't be having that these days, man. That's why they don't last. You know what I'm saying? That's why people be in and out of relationships. Or people be almost married. Oh. So, yeah, that, that's what I think about our generation. So he is right, man. Oh, how about this? If you <laughs> if you don't believe in me, why are you even here? Because you fun at the time. <laughs> or you offer something that I can't offer to myself. The benefits. Yep. That's what be happening out here. Yeah. That's why he just said what he did with the uh, with them boys that be having that bread. If my money slow down my old lady out. He offering something that she can't provide to herself. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But I know that I got something because men we physical creatures. I got something that all men want. Correct. I'm pretty than a motherfucker. So you are replaceable, even though you have money. If that money slow down, I'm pretty enough to go get another man just like you. And as a matter of fact, me being with you lifts my status. So now yeah. I'm more desirable to other men who have money that oftentimes are in your circle. Exactly. So, and that's yeah. how that works. It's messed up, man. But that's a real route. I think I, I think also a lot of people don't pay enough attention to vetting people um, who are strong in areas that you're not. I think that right there creates a situation where you feel more confident in a relationship because even if I drop the ball in the area, my partner is super strong in it mm-hmm. and vice versa. You see what I'm saying? So we we can never lose for real, regardless of what situation comes about. I'm, I may have gift to gab. I may have, you know, I may be a social skill, you know, person like that or whatever. My partner may be real diligent and real tedious and real, you know, keeping track of the, the, the like minute details of a situation Real, 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 you know what I'm saying? Locked in that way. So now we got all bases covered. So now us as a partnership is strong mm-hmm. compared to if I'm dating somebody who don't necessarily uh, have strengths in areas that I'm weak in, you're going to feel that pressure that we were just talking about. It's like, okay, hey, if I fail, this whole shit yeah, is going And down. you got to stay away from your weaknesses, yeah. which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Because your weaknesses may be something that you need to get in certain places. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I love that you said gift of gab and mm-hmm. the other person got the business savvy. Like, I am the gift of gab in my relationship. Right. Period. I can get us in there. No matter who in there, I can get us in the building. Mm-hmm. Back up. Now, what's going on in the building, you got to talk to them old ladies. Right. You understand all that. That's hilarious. Me and my old lady is the opposite. We flipped around. See the people person The social butterfly Me I'm Damn. laid back I'm diligent I'm focused on the detail But again that, That's Find somebody 
who where your weaknesses are, they strong in. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, if you do that, if y'all stay together and y'all build the way y'all need to, eventually y'all weaknesses will get to a sufficient level. Mm-hmm. Because she helping me with what I'm weak in, I'm helping her with what she weak in. And again, it just makes the union more powerful mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but iron sharp as iron. That's that's just real. Um, but speaking of, um, I think oftentimes the difficulty with that is, is that a lot of people are kind of scared to deal with people who may challenge them in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I put a video about out about that earlier. A lot of people don't date on a level because it's easier when, if I'm dating somebody beneath me, then I ain't necessarily got to change. Mm-hmm. I can show up however I show up and I'm automatically going to always be seen as the light or be seen in a good light because I'm, because we not equally yoked. You are, so it's gonna always be your fault, regardless of what happened in the relationship. And a lot of people lean on that comfortability, and they too lazy to go date somebody that's on the same level as them. But it was a clip that was put out. Spoke about how spoke about the type of women that men actually cuff, mm-hmm. actually be in relationships with. There's a common narrative out there, right? That men want the the video girl, we want the Instagram chick, we want the body, we want this, we want that. And we've been saying for years that's not the case. We finally have some backing. We're going to go in and play the clip. <laughs> we finally have some backing. And uh, <laughs> get their take on it. Can get you as they want you. They never really want you. They go and get somebody that they feel is more moral. Very few men marry women that are knockabouts. Do you hear what I'm saying? They'll knock about with you. But when the time comes to choose a mate, they don't choose the knockabout. They choose the one that they couldn't get to too easy. Because a moral woman really inspires the true admiration of a man. When a man knows that he trying but can't get to first base, that makes it intriguing. That's some woman, man, I'm telling you. Tells his friend, man, she ain't like the rest. I mean, she's something special. And before you know it, he begins acting by you with honor and respect. You force him to be honorable. You force him to be honorable to you by the way you handle yourself. Most men tend to marry women who are of high moral standing, almost in an admirational kind of way. To where is that something that we hope to aspire to? Because don't get me wrong, a lot of men, we come into a relationship flawed. And that's, that's just what it is from a male perspective. We don't prioritize relationships. We're not programmed to. I think we've spoken on the reason and why a million times. But... A lot of times that's why we'll date those type of women and take those, pardon me, those type of women serious because they represent something that we aspire to climb up to from yes. a moral perspective. That's what he's speaking to. Do y'all feel like there's some validity to that? Yes. Whole lot of validity, man. Women that's getting married out here they ain't got their cheeks and ass all over social media. You understand me? They don't look like they've been ran through the town through anything that represents their name. Those are the women that men are cuffing. Now, the other women, yes, a lot of men run after them. Mm-hmm. But it ain't to marry them. It's to beat as long as possible. Mm. That's it. Maybe be seen with her a couple times just to raise his status, because that's what it be. Look at what I can pull. And then the rest of them that's like her, because they recognize each other. Game recognize game. Mm-hmm. 
They're like, oh, he must be tricking or he got to be doing something if he got her there. And now his mission is complete. Yep. That's all that is. But to a woman of standards, morals, going to hold you accountable to your shit that you putting on this table and what you said you're going to do. She don't give a damn about all the flashy shit that you can put on this table. Facts. She care about what's really deep within you. Where's your integrity? How's your backbone? How you respond under pressure? The rest of the women don't give a damn because they're going to take whatever because you offer something. Most likely is money. Yep. The rest of them don't give a damn about that. Hell, a lot of women that I see out here, for real, that, that be getting married and being longevity marriage, live a modest life. Nice little cool car, nice house, two, three kids, great husband that work his ass off. Everybody cool. Married 40 years. 40 years. That's what it be. They live a modest life. Life be great now. They can go reach out and touch some shit. But they, they ain't built like that. They ain't built like that. So that's what I be seeing out here. And they put together. You ain't going to see her looking like no little trap box out here. It just ain't happening. Ever. It ain't happening. Because you represent the household. You understand me? I got a husband I'm representing. So even if she got on something tasteful, she only going to have it on when she with her husband. Mm. She ain't going to have on nothing tasteful when she out with the girl. She going to have something that cover up. Might show her her hips and all that type of stuff. But it ain't going to be the way you can see some cleavage. You can see a little ass hanging out. It ain't going to be none of that. It ain't going to be that. So that, that's the women that's really getting married, having longevity out here. The rest of them, uh, eye candy. Yeah, they got fools that marry the other ones, but they don't stay married long. She's there for a purpose. She's about to take everything. He's a big lollipop. But that's the ones they love the point. Look at look at this. She got married. <laughs> and then she got divorced a month later. She took half his shit. And she had a baby with the nigga, so he about to pay her child support for 18 years. And she about to be a headache. She about to keep him away from the family. <laughs> you pointing at that? <laughs> That's just what it be, man. That's just what it be. So, come on, man. away from the family. That's what they do, dog. They be so, I don't know what it be. They had a baby with the dude. Be so mad at him. Yeah. And and block his whole family, like the aunties didn't do nothing, the, the the uncles didn't do nothing, the grandma didn't do nothing. You understand me? But you block the whole family from seeing that child think, and that. have the child thinking that family don't love you Facts. when it was you because you didn't mess with the daddy. Hell, he can be a terrible person. He can be. He can be a terrible person. But that don't give you no right to keep him away from his bloodline. Right. Let him have his own opinions about his family and all that. Even if you don't, even if you trying to keep it away from the dad, he can still go see his people. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of y'all just, do, I do this all by myself. You ain't got to. You ain't got to. Don't don't, don't lie. Don't lie like that. You doing it by yourself because because you still hate somebody. You still got some hatred in your heart, which is affecting your child. And you wonder why when your son grow up and you can't control that big motherfucker. You understand know me? Because we see it all the time in these schoolhouses now. You understand me? Because since since, since uh, teachers can't can't whoop students with that uh, board and all that type of shit, can't discipline them kids. What you gonna do? Now your kid cussing out the teacher and all that, getting suspended every other day, and now you can't control him. But yeah. you don't want to call his father. 
And it's the daddy's fault. It's the, and then that day, hey, that's the first thing everybody points to. Well, where's father? Because he not here. He not here? What? But what you didn't say is, oh, I kept him away, man. I just, I didn't fuck with that nigga like that. Mm-hmm. I hated him that much. I just didn't want him to be around the child at that moment, you know. And it's been, it's been 13 years, I know. And I should have been called him. But they would never say that. Oh, I really didn't want to be with him, but, you know, it's yeah. against my religion. You know what I'm saying? Me? Oh, they'll say how they love to say, he should have fought hard enough. Yeah. He should have fought. Bitch, you blocked me on everything. You blocked my phone number, you moved. You shouldn't have to fight at all. Yeah, see I shouldn't kid. have to fight at all to see my child. Our kid. What are we, we talking baited. about? You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all that goddamn put him on child support, move, and all this type of stuff. And he just got tired of dealing with it. In my opinion, that's still not a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I would excuse, still, sure. I would still go run your ass down. Yeah. But a lot of men ain't got that type of grit in them. You know what I'm saying? Because that do get tiring. I mm-hmm. seen I seen a man do it. Hell, we know and a man it, it doing money. it. It costs money to do that. You get what I'm saying? It costs a lot of shit to do that. And this man still got to live. You get what I'm saying? So he would rather just say, hey, you know what? When the kid grow up and have their own mind, I'll talk to him then. Yep. And that's what a lot of them do. And then when they figure out the truth, like if you get you a kid with some common sense and they find out the truth about what you really did, odds is they going to stop fucking with you. Because they gonna know who you really is now. You're vindictive. Think, yeah. Why? Why you think it's more women in the nursing home than men? You understand me? Kids don't even I'm come just, see them. I'm just throw it out there. It's facts is facts. That's Kids don't even come see them. Come on, man. Oh, it's men typically cuff I and mean, marry the women who present the most challenge to them. Do you feel like there's some credence with that? Absolutely. Um. I've always been told if it's easy to get, it's easy to lose. Yeah. Mm. That's a bar. Big bar. <laughs> Plain and simple. Like, I think anything that requires something that's going to sustain something is going to take work. And I think a lot of the reason people date now is because just that quick, that instant gratification. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know, like you was talking about earlier, just that grit and that grind. The moment that they don't feel good, they out. That's why they recycling somebody every other year. Every year, it seems like. Like, Literally. damn, you in another relationship? <laughs> and some some type of way, it's always the other person. Right. You know, it's never that self, you know, check within. So, yeah, man, I, I agree a thousand percent, man. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, man, at the end of the day, man, we, you know, we need something. We need a challenge, man. We need some. We need to feel like it's a privilege being with you. Mm-hmm. That man don't feel like it's a privilege being with you, then he'll never respect you on that level. And it's a lot of women who are far too giving right from the door. You lay everything out on the table for that man. He got all access passed to you, and he ain't even committed to you yet. Y'all ain't exclusive. Y'all ain't in a relationship. Y'all ain't nothing. But he can call you and get access to you whenever he wants. And then you expect that man to take you serious and walk you down the aisle. That's not how it goes. When, when a man looks at his wife, he wants to feel accomplished. I earned that. Mm-hmm. This dope-ass woman that I got that's, that's you know, my side-by-side partner helping me build this legacy. It wasn't easy to get her, man. She gave me a, she gave me a difficult time. She let it be known. I'm not these other women. You're mm-hmm. going to have to come this way, this way, and that way in order for me to even entertain you on that type of level. I don't care how attractive you are. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care about your status. I don't care about none of that. I care about how you showing up for me. Exactly. And showing up for us and what it is that we trying to build. But just like Brodenham just said, it's a lot of women who don't give a damn 
about none of that as long as you got some money, mm-hmm. as long as you got some status, as long as they can benefit by being with you. To where the women that we marry, they don't even look at benefiting by being with you like that because they bringing their own stuff to the table. They got their own money. They got their own career. They got their own. They don't need you from a fiscal perspective. They need you to show up as a man and be a covering to them. That's it. Be a grown man for the household. Be an example for our kids to follow. Things of that nature. The legacy that y'all trying to build. I need you to be a grown ass man. And the women who don't require that from a man, they typically get something less than mm-hmm. the man. Yeah. But you know, again, it's about you know a lot of women are just afraid to be alone. So because of that, that that bar drops to the floor. They may start off high, but the bar drops to the floor because I'm I'm just so terrified to be alone. You know what? I'm gonna just take anything. Don't matter that this man got a whole woman. Yep. Don't matter that this man is inconsistent. Don't matter that, you know, I, I text him or I call him at, at 9 in the morning and he called me back at 10 o'clock at night. It don't matter that these are the circumstances that I'm dealing with this man under, but I, a piece of him is cool enough with me. That's not the type of woman that a man is going to marry, ever. That, let's just be honest. Any All these women that, that we got listening to this, and I know a lot of y'all are in similar situations like that, praying on a, praying on a shooting star. That that man is going to one day see the value in me. If those are the circumstances of your relationship, if, if, if the circumstances of your relationship has him given minimal effort and bare minimum, and he has full access to you, he will never marry you. He will Fair. never see you in a serious light. That's just the reality. I'm getting everything I need. And yeah. what, what, what Smooth say back in the day? You are a stepping stool. <laughs> Step back to, step my, real to my real woman. That's crazy. You got to bring, bring more than just good looks, sex, and money. Like like we were talking about earlier on the live, accountability. She said that one of the first questions that man asked is, do you know how to hold yourself accountable? Facts. And she was shook. But that's a real ass question. If we're having a disagreement or if you messed up in a relationship, you got to be able to say, baby, you know what? I messed up. I fucked up. I, th- that's on me. I fucked this I up. I came at you wrong or I could have did I this I need different. you to fix it. Because that's what that's it true. be. That's true. Facts. That's what it be. Not only did I fuck up, but I, the reason why I'm telling you I fucked up, because I need you to fix it. I don't know what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But a lot of them don't have that humility in that mm-hmm. to even say that. Or they'll say half of it. Mm-hmm. I messed up. Or you will find out that they messed up and then they'll say, I need some help now. Yeah. We shouldn't even got here. You should, as soon as you made the mistake, you should have came to me. Hey, baby, look, I did this right here. I thought it was going to be this here, but it didn't. You understand me? I need some help. And in that moment, it wouldn't have been no malicious intent in there. We wouldn't have had no discussion because obviously you knew you messed up. Mm-hmm. You caught the mistake early mm-hmm. and we can fix it. But a lot of y'all let the mistake happen. Don't say nothing. Goddamn me. Your man find out. Goddamn me. Something happened. The money gone. You understand me? Or the house got to lean on it or some crazy ass shit going on. And he like, man, what the fuck? I thought shit was going on. Yeah, I thought shit was up. And now you got to explain to him what really happened. And he mad now. 
Because now I got to come off some unnecessary money on top of fees, on top of all this. Yeah. And I got to dig us out of this. And we got to pay all these other bills. I got to work longer. Damn, we might have to cancel this trip at the end of the year because this goddamn amount so big. It'd be a lot of shit that go on in this. It'll be fixable, yeah. And in that, you still don't take accountability. Mm. You understand? And that's why men be like, we just want you to be accountable. Be accountable for your shit. Well, that's that's gonna make you different. I'm sorry, but no, that's you like it's like what separates you from everybody else. That's it. That's that's really all what it comes down to. You got to really add some value. Things that's not tangible because we gonna bring most of the tangible stuff to the relationship. Like how can you really add some value to the relationship outside of money, outside of sex? Like are you a good listener? Again, do you apologize? Do you offer some type of insight? You know, like is it's a lot of things that men really pay attention to, and and you 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 would think that we don't, but we really do. When we asking these questions, we having conversations, we're more so looking at the answer or how you're gonna answer it. Wow. And you know that's that's the difference. And I think also too, man, it's important that a woman had the ability to hold us accountable. Yeah, for mm -hmm. the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not for petty shit, not for shit that don't mean nothing. Holding that man accountable for things that are, that are, have a real impact on what it is that y'all trying to build. If he says that he wants to go to school, or if he say he want to get this cert, or if he say he want to do this in his career, we need a woman who we respect enough that's going to hold us accountable to those things. Make sure that we get that done. You understand me? And if we don't respect you like that, we'll never marry you, for real. And that's why it's important for a woman to come in there to have her own and, uh, and have the capability of you know being able to sustain her own way of living because that's something that we that we respect. But if you come in there with your palms up, we not gonna respect you mm -hmm. as that as just honest. So when you try to hold, when you try to hold us accountable, we gonna look at you and shake our head like the fuck out of here. You ain't mm -hmm. getting into this shit. You trying to what? What? Yeah, it's just real. <laughs> How about I stop paying all these bills? Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> let's see what we go in. That's that's the thing, right? <laughs> but when you date the grown ass woman who, like I said, doesn't need. To be there mm -hmm. We approach that differently I don't need you But I need you Exactly mm -hmm. Exactly If you don't know What that means You, you ain't, ain't ready, ready. <laughs> You ain't ready That's real right And that go for both parties Yeah That go for man and woman mm -hmm. One more quick tip too If <laughs> You cannot Try to hold Somebody else accountable if you're not going to hold yourself accountable. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Cause that shit going to be a revolving door. That's Anytime right. you try to check that, like, bitch, you on you at last time. You said you was going to do this. You didn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why are you trying to check me on something? You ain't hey, doing you That starts holding new You arguments. ain't even washed the dishes. You supposed to cook the last two times. I didn't have to cook. You try to hold me accountable. You ain't done what you supposed to do. Says you was going to dust the blind, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was three weeks ago. What's well, going on? And I let you make it. But you want to cope me for this? You understand me? I had to hire a maid to do your shit. Bro. But I don't hire a maid to go take the trash out for me. I don't do that. It just, it just eliminates. When you able to check yourself, you know, it just makes everything else a whole lot easier. Because you honest and you fair. Mm -hmm. But if you always talking about what somebody else should be doing and you ain't doing mm -hmm. shit on your end, mm -hmm. it's going to be ugly. Mm -hmm. Look, man. On that note, man, we're going to go on to getting the advice column. The advice column. No anonymous shit. Mm -hmm. Alright, first things first, man It's from Kedar, Patreon mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you want to be anonymous Maybe say your name 
date. <laughs> uh, all right, you say fuck being anonymous, man. It's Kedar in the motherfucking building. Yeah. Damn, Round of applause. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I got to turn it back yeah. up, my boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, he say, can you spend too much time around your significant other, or am I a little childish on this topic and haven't found my person? I got two homies, and these my boys. One been in a relationship five to six years, okay. and him and his girl never apart. In that time frame, I can count on one hand how many times I've seen him without her, hmm. even if we do something she don't like, like going to a football game. In those cases, he's going to spend all day with her and not talk to anyone and not responding to no texts or answering calls, so you're not sure if he pulling up until the last minute. The other, every time he get a girl, he go ghost. Hard to reach, even harder to link with, and I'd be confused on both. So can you spend too much time around your significant other, or am I a little childish on this topic and hadn't found my person? Also, does the amount of time uh, you spend with your woman freshly dating versus years in drastically affect the amount of time you see friends and family? Okay. Okay, so first things first. Is there such thing as spending too much time yes. with your significant other? It is a little, yeah. Yes. Yes. Just a little, yeah. Yes. You need private time to yourself to just generate yourself. If you always smothered by somebody, it's going to eventually become a problem, bro. Mm. You understand me? I haven't seen one successful relationship, bro, to where somebody got in and they either with that person all the time. I never see, I, I've never seen a relationship stay together like that. Mm. And I never seen another one to where you, like you just said, you got a homie and every time he get a girl, he go ghost. The nigga don't never be in a stable relationship. Facts. I've never seen them two people stay in a relationship married and, to, and, and to keep that shit pushing. So, hey, if I'm you, <laughs> I ain't telling you how to pick your friends. <laughs> But I'm gonna give me a whole new set of friends <laughs> for real. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's all right. When I see y'all, I'm gonna see y'all. Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why somebody came to mind when we saw? No, what you like? That's what I was thinking about. I'm gonna let it slide. That's what I was thinking about. I'm gonna let it slide. But I ain't gonna say no names because right. he don't deserve that. Right. You know what I'm Oh, your thoughts? Is there such thing as too much time with your significant other? Yes, there's definitely. Uh, but now, what is that? I don't know. Um, that that's that's up to how they want to, you know, figure it out. But you do need that time for yourself, whether that's with your friends, you doing another hobby um, by yourself, whatever. I think it's important to have that time to reset, and just because you don't want to lose yourself, that that sense of self, your identity, right? Like you still want to be able to know, like, hey, I'm me. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, like, yes, I'm a father. Yes, I'm a dad. or Yes, I'm a husband and stuff like that. But I'm still me. And I got to also cater to myself. Like mm-hmm. they say, that that's self-love. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, go get your hair cut. Go get you some fresh kicks. Go, you know what I'm saying? Go just go ride for a little bit sometimes. Like, you need that time for yourself and not all up under your woman. You're going to get, let's talk about it. Your woman going to get annoying after a while. Uh-oh. She is. <laughs> about whatever Anything Because women love to talk And you're going to be annoying ideas. To your woman Right 
I ain't gonna be in no down place. <laughs> Yo, Lord, cause you 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 may not want to talk. You may want to just be watching football, and she want to be all lovey dovey. And yeah. like y'all gonna have times where you know the the energies are off. Or one person want to spend more time with the other person. One person say we always spend you know thinking they always together. One person like nigga, no, we not. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we together, but we not together. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, man, it, it's it's important. Um, but still, the time with your woman is extremely important because mm-hmm. you, you don't ever want her to feel like she's being neglected and yeah. you never want her to feel that you're choosing the friends yeah. or your outside Second over to her. Nothing. Ever. Second to nothing. Ever, 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 ever. Yeah. But again, you do still need that time for yourself. Yeah, I agree. You got to maintain your individuality, man, because fact is when you don't, then you turn into somebody else. And ironically, you're going to turn into somebody else that she don't like. She signed up to be with you. Right, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of people fail to realize, man. You got to maintain what it is that makes you you within that relationship. People be so worried about fitting into a dynamic, or so worried about not disappointing this person, or not you know making this person mad, or whatever the case may be. So I'm gonna cave to whatever it is that they want me to be, and then when you turn into what it is that they want you to be, you're gonna notice that the relationship is gonna get worse. Mm. They're not gonna respect you as much. Sex gonna slow down, and but it's a it's a bunch of different things because they feel like they got you in the pocket, and more importantly, you are somebody that I didn't sign up for. Mm-hmm. I may have complained about who you were before, but that's who attracted me to mm-hmm. you. That's why I got with you because you're you, but you didn't turn into something else, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily like this. And I'm not gonna respect you the same way I would if you maintained your individuality. So you gotta do whatever it takes, man, to to do that. And if that's stepping out with the guys, if that's you taking a, a, a solo tr- a weekend trip somewhere, something. You, but you need to maintain what it is that makes you you, or the relationship will crash. Mm-hmm. I promise you. And shit, you may crash it because you're not comfortable, right? You yep. you trying to be somebody else that you're not. Yep. And I, I'll speak on that personally. Mm-hmm. I had a few relationships, especially when I was younger. I'm thinking that I'm that dude, and so whatever she needs me to be, I can transform into it. Right. You wasn't. She tra- <laughs> you right. I wasn't. And that, that's why they not cuffed. <laughs> and that's why they not cuffed. <laughs> you wasn't that boy. You right. So, but, you know, I'm trying to, I'm wearing different clothes. I remember one time I had some, I had some goddamn Amer- American you, Eagle. Oh, <laughs> I had, bro, I was an American <laughs> Eagle, bro. Before the short shorts was cool, I had, bro. My, had, I came home. And I, you had the car to the. Uh, uh, I didn't uh, have that. Time, I didn't have day. that. But oh, okay, you was close. But I did have like a. It was like a button down, multicolored. Oh, you know what I'm what right. oh and nasty. she dressed you up. That's nasty. She dressed you up with some uh, them damn. Uh, it was like some low top Pumas Loafers. I had, oh. like, like local Pumas. Bro, I came uh-huh. home. My brothers was like, "Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Get out the house!" <laughs> this ain't the whole I know. You from put off the boy, and this and this is just coming from big ass tall tees <laughs> and James and forces. <laughs> and you go to the airport. She met that nigga like this. <laughs> and that nigga dressed like a youth, nigga dressed like a youth minister. But yeah, man, we're doing that, and still, it was never <laughs> yeah. enough. Yes, it was man. never enough. I'm changing appearances. I'm yeah. changing what I do. I'm changing how I eat. Like, just mm-hmm. all type of stuff. And it, She changed that nigga outfit. Mm-mm, I don't man. like that look on you. Don't do Let's it. Something else. Don't, don't do it like to yourself, that. fellas. Don't do but it. But it's real. The why, we just spoke about men value and challenges, but women do too. 
And you got to understand when you're doing everything that she tell you to do, everything that she say, and you're not maintaining your individuality, you are no longer a challenge. Mm -hmm. Thus, her intrigue will drop. Mm -hmm. And that's what you don't realize. Like when you was out there just doing your thing and moving how you wanted to move, she was chasing behind your ass, cooking a hundred times, a hundred miles an hour, having sex a hundred miles an hour. When you say, you know what, man, I'm gonna be this domesticated man. I'm in the crib. I ain't doing nothing. Hey, babe, whatever it is you want to do, we gonna do it. Whatever you want to watch, we gonna watch. If you want to do this, we gonna do it. And then you start to notice, like I said, complacency sets in. No, mm -hmm. keep her ass on edge. She chose you for a reason. And women value the chase way more than we give them credit for. Allow her to do that. Mm -hmm. I might, I might, I might, uh, I might, I might get this picture to y'all to upload so you can see. I don't care. We can laugh. Man, I can't let you all laugh at my pain. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put y'all like that. Laugh at my pain. This nigga looking like <laughs> this bitch. Like Kirk Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it is still. <laughs> Boy, I was looking like a boy. <laughs> looking like a youth choir director. <laughs> it's a sneak out oh man. Um. Okay. Okay. He had a, he had a part two to the question. We're gonna we gonna answer real quick before we move on to the last one. Uh, he said, "Does the amount of time that you're with your woman, freshly dating versus having a bunch of years in, does that drastically affect the the time that you see family and friends?" So when you're new to a relationship compared to when you've been in it for a while, yes, do it either does. those factor into how much time you spend with your friends? Yes, if you got kids and house and it's a lot of shit that revolve around it. Like if y'all been picking up shit along the way, yes. Yes, but because nothing's going to be the same when you first meet somebody, bro. When you first meet them, yeah, y'all both y'all both single and y'all both got a lot of time on y'all hands. You get what I'm saying? But once y'all get in that relationship and y'all come together as one person, mm hmm you ain't gonna have a lot of time for a lot of shit. A lot of shit is gonna suffer. You get what I'm saying? Like you used to be out with your boy three times a month. Mm -hmm. Now you may be out with your boys once a month or once every two months. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's just shit like that. Like with the longevity and time and you gathering shit. Now if y'all ain't putting shit together and that go down, you need to be hollering at your partner like, "Hey, nigga, I know we not spending a lot of time together, nigga, but you alright." What's really going on here? Because I don't, I, don't, I, I, I know we don't spend a lot of time together, but I don't see no, I don't see no fruit from your labor, baby. Mm. I don't see no fruit, baby. You was talking about a house t two years ago. It's been three. What that's it? Your girl not pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 like you need to be paying attention to your friends too. Like if they separating that time and and you know he got a gal and they getting tears and all that, you need to be seeing fruit because you you care about your friends, you care about their success. You get what I'm saying? You care about all that just like they care about your success. So hey, what's going on? So in that, yeah, you need to be paying attention. Yeah, I know we don't see each other, but what's the reason? What's the reason? You putting that work in for your family? Hey, that's respectable. All men respect that. But if you got them disappeared for all them years and you get no fruit and and now he pop up and he's single, bro, all that time was wasted. And you need to holler at your partner. Like, what the fuck really happened? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a, yeah, it, just pay attention to that time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, bro, answered that squarely. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next one. minutes from Bree, Patreon. I'm glad everybody anonymous. Right. My girl says, hey guys. Say thanks for the early advice. Mm -hmm. Says, name one Drake song that describes each of y'all's current season in life mm. and why. One Drake song that describes the season you in right now. 
I don't know a lot of Drake songs by name. You go make me go. You about to dig into the catalog? Yeah, I'm about to, I go first, man. Go ahead, I, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna say right now, mm-hmm. I'm 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 feeling like Drake in like 5 a.m. in Toronto. Like okay. that, that's how that's how I feel. I'm 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 kind of on edge. I'm kind of you know dragging my nuts a little bit. Like I'm kind of like you know just just keeping tabs of what's of, of what's going on out here. Like I said, I'm seeing people still I saw. So I'm seeing seeing people try to emulate what it is that we do and, and things of that nature. And I'm, I ain't really speaking on it, but I'm just seeing it. I'm, I'm taking notice and I'm sharpening my blade. You know what I'm saying? In terms of the, the, the craft, in terms of getting better, in terms of what it is that we're trying to accomplish, man. And, and let's be honest, man, we, we, we really are kicking ass for real. And like, that's how I feel. So that's how I'm approaching everything from this point forward. That is the season I'm in. Drake, 5 a.m., <clears throat> In Toronto. All right, I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm in, and I've been listening to it a lot. I'm in 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Mm. That's my feeling mm. right now. That's how I'm feeling in life. I'm working in the dark. You understand me? Like I'm deep in the dark working right now. So I got some things I'm putting together. I don't even know if they're gonna come together. I don't even, I'm just I'm just seeing if this shit gonna work out. Yeah. If it don't, fuck it. If it do, you know I'm with it. So either way, I'm good with it. But I'm working in the dark And that's how I feel You get what I'm saying I feel like nothing Gonna stop me So I'm mm. 8 a.m. in Charlotte hey. With a cup in my hand Oh Well We're talking about Current season Yes Um, in Your life I think the first thing That just comes to mind Is Congratulations mm. With him and Wayne Um, I'm just And that's just because just all the obstacles and just everything in life, just in general, kind of wrapped up in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, just congratulations. That, that's where we at. Like he was, he was talking that shit on congratulations. So that's I'm gonna just go with that. All right now, that, now smooth showing me the, the the new Drake just dropped. So we about to go listen to that as soon as it's over with. I'm um, so cat trained and smarter than a lot no, they of these got niggas. Another, they they got another put the Drake and J Cole song. On it, we talking about. I'm not talking about. Oh yeah. So. Well, matter of fact, we going we gonna go ahead on and go out with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, one, more, one, more, one more, one more, What? A question? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let me see. Let me, let me see how many records. Okay, six records. He he added. Okay. I knew okay. it. I knew it. I figured he'd do like a little five pack. But okay, six. Ain't mad at it. Uh. <laughs> man, I, <laughs> I might. Hey, so. After we hear this song, I might be feeling like that. But because <laughs> <laughs> I heard it, that's real. You already got, got that's one bar. I knew he was gonna have something for Joe. I don't know why though. Uh, don't do that. Hey, nah, Joe love get him. Into he it, nah, not but but he, him. but he, 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 he be critiquing oh, no, hard. Yeah, yeah, he be critiquing yeah. a little hard. All right, so so oh, say you want to answer one more question, man. So all right, this is from. Let me make sure, man. Man, I don't care if they're not. I don't care. Man. Hey, this from Derek. Oh, okay. Patreon. Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Better quit playing with me. All right, boy. Say, what's up, crew? I need some advice on my strained relationship with my mother. Mm. 
said, I recently had my firstborn son, and I was very happy to finally make my mom a grandmother. The mm -hmm. day my baby was born, my mother started to suggest that I get a paternity test while still at the hospital. Okay, to protect yourself. She claims that she's trying to protect me because since me and my lady aren't married, I need to establish paternity. I already mm -hmm. know for a fact that the child is mine, not to mention he's a spitting image of me. My lady took deep offense to this and expressed to me that she doesn't feel comfortable around my mom now because on one end, she acts so happy to be a grandmother, all while telling me to get a paternity test behind her back. <laughs> It feels very fake and two-faced. I tried mending the situation by calling her to discuss my lady's discomfort with my mom, and she proceeded to gaslight me and invalidate all my feelings about the situation. My intent was uh, to smooth things over and talk out the misunderstanding, but Mons was pissed at me for bringing that up to her. My mother never takes accountability, and I can never talk with her without feeling like she's talking at me. Mm -hmm. After talking in circles and listening to her yell at me, I blurted out of frustration, fine. Just don't worry about seeing your grandson at all then. Mm. And hung up the phone. I know that was a low blow, which I admitted and apologized for in our next combo. But now she's holding on to that statement and claims that now she wants nothing to do with me and my new family. Mm -hmm. I even offered to do therapy with her and she told me not until I do therapy by myself first. Mm. This is her again avoiding accountability. <clears throat> she's done my whole life. My question is, was I wrong for bringing up my lady's feelings to my mom? If so, mm -hmm. then how should I have handled it? Do y'all think this damage is irreversible? I'm getting to the point and I want to deal with her either. I hate that it had to be this way, but she's just way too stubborn. Thanks, God. First off, I got you. I got you, baby. I got you. You shouldn't even brought up what your mama told you to your girl. You shouldn't even brought that up. You know what I'm saying? Your mama was just trying to protect you, bro. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's all it, it was. Y'all not married. We live in a crazy world. That's what you got to understand, bro. We live in a crazy world where, you know what I'm saying, me... People, kids don't be their kids even though they grow up looking like them and all this type of shit. You get what I'm saying? So she was just trying to protect you. Now you made the relationship unsalvageable, right? Whatever you say that shit. Unsalvageable. Unsalvageable. You know what I'm saying? I'm from, I'm from the trap. <laughs> you know what I'm but you made it that. So that's dead. All that's dead, bro. You understand me? So if I'm you, if... You really gonna ride with this chick that you with and all that type of shit there? Y'all done had a baby and all that type of shit there? Hey, you need to be making life decisions now. Because you already made one that you can't take back. You already made one that can never go back. You get what I'm saying? So if this gonna be your lady, and you know this gonna be your lady, you need to ride with your lady. You get what I'm saying? Through thick and thin, hell and high water, you need to ride with your lady. But if this not gonna be your lady... And you don't feel like this going to be the one for years to come. You need to be getting that paternity test and all these things, bro. Like you need to protect yourself. I'm a big, I'm a big advocate of protecting yourself. And your girl shouldn't have took offense to that. Because we all know, bro, it's men up here that be taking care of kids that ain't theirs for years. For you and women be knowing that that it ain't they kid. And then when he finally found it out, he ten years deep in the child support. You understand me? He didn't got his life taken over a child that ain't his. He didn't went to jail over a child that ain't his. Whole life was shifted over a lie she knew was there. Mm. She can put your name on the birth certificate. You understand me? Because she wanted some money and she knew you was working, but Pee Wee down the street didn't have no job. He a trapper. I ain't going to get no child support from him. And the police ain't going to find him, but they going to find you because you an upstanding citizen. You go to work every day. You get a you get a, a W two at the end of the day. You understand me? So that's the protection your mama was just telling you about. 
Now the accountability part I understand And look my mom's like that too You get what I'm saying But what she told you In that moment Was not wrong Y'all not married That's just what it is bro In that moment She wasn't wrong Now you was wrong For going to tell your girl About what happened You get what I'm saying Like you didn't use Your manly skills To understand If I tell my girl this Consequences for this It's dire It's consequences I can never turn back on Yep and that's what you did. So you got to live in this. And that's what it's going to be for the rest of your life. So in my, in my opinion, it's no one doing it. That's dead. Now you got to pick a side. So just to confirm really quick, he he told his girl that his mom mm-hmm. suggested that he get a paternity test. Yes, and his girl got mad about it. <clears throat> and now his girl don't don't trust his mama. And, she and I'm like, why around. she don't trust it? That's what you got to understand, too. Why the fuck out of, you don't trust my moms over saying get a paternity test? My mom didn't say, I'm going to hurt the kid. I'm going to do something to the child. None of that. All she said was, get a DNA test. An ego. Because, like, you, you think I would cheat on your, your son. Like but that would have put red flags on me right there. Because mm-hmm. it ain't like they saying they wishing harm on my child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on this potential child is mine, right? Child is mine, whatever you're looking at. They not wishing nothing bad to this child. All they saying is, hey, bro, go get a DNA test. That's mm-hmm. it. Just in so case. For your, just in case. Yeah, I get You understand? Because I, I know my, my, my woman told me plenty of times, boy, if you wanted a DNA test, I'd be like, boy, go get that shit, boy. Go get that shit. Now, I wouldn't take no malice to it, none of that. Protect yourself out here. But Understand of, who really for you. A lot of women not like that. Though. A lot of they women not they like it. They're petty. They're getting offended. If you say, hey, I just want to <clears> just <throat> make sure we we both squared away, everything good, just let me get a paternity test. They're going to get offended. And how they don't look at it is, motherfucker, we not married. Yeah, you my girl. You is. You you my girlfriend or whatever, however, whatever we doing. But we not married for real. If, so, if something happened to me right now and I die, they not calling you. They calling my mom. That's a fact. You understand me? Or or if you die, they not calling me. They calling your moms. They calling your dad. Because we not married. We not under no real covenant for real. And we produce the child out of this. And honestly, shit, you in this relationship, but you you single for real. Because men, men don't see no ring on your finger. So in a way, you still kind of in the game. Mm-hmm. You understand yeah, me? Yeah. So all I'm saying is, bro, like, hey, your red antenna should have went up too when your girl took offense to the shit. I understand, like, in the moment of this shit, but you should explain her, hey, bro, it's just for protection. It's, it ain't, it ain't, and she ain't saying nothing about hurting no child, none of that type of shit. All she's saying is protection. But see, I think that conversation would be easier to have if this situation was happening in the vacuum, but it ain't. I think the issue is long before this pregnancy even happened. She, her, the mama and her been not liking each other. Yeah, let's, let's put shit on the table. Yeah. For something that easy to break them up, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because this right here is something you, you know. Again, man, you could just hit. I, I could, I could hit a hit a stress in the message. Mm-hmm. He been down. He been dealing with this for a long time, mm-hmm. and then he didn't got the girl pregnant, and now you know those same complications that was from before is bleeding into this. But now the stakes is high and because it's a kid involved. I'm probably like y'all been inconsistent for X amount of years, right? Man. It may not be yours, right? Ooh. So I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a situation where he, like you, you signed up for this when you got her pregnant. Now y'all, y'all gonna always be attached to each other. So it goes to your leadership skills. Just like bro, I'm talking about it. Certain things, man, that you just gotta understand. This is not a good idea to do. 
Now, it doesn't mean my mama can have her feelings, my girl can have her feelings, whatever the case may be, but it's on me to navigate these waters. I can't. It's already tension there. Uh, if I throw it, if I throw anything at this thing, it's going to explode, right? So I'm going to try to keep y'all as separated as possible. I'm going to try to, if I'm speaking to y'all about anything the other one said, it's going to be nothing but positive things. Nothing you but positive things. And that's just that. And then when we kind of navigate that as long as we can, we get married, and then we can keep our marriage over here. We come around for holidays, we kick it, but it's in moderation. I don't, mm-hmm. y'all don't want y'all spending too much time around each other, all of that, because I understand what it is, right? But he tried to bleed the two worlds, Mm-mm. and it crashed. Mm-hmm. So that's on you. You see what I'm saying? But in terms of your mom's not taking accountability, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's a lot of people can relate to that mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day. But you have a baby with this woman now. So you got to navigate that situation properly because if you burn your girl for your moms, you're going to have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Child support mm-hmm. and the way she raising your kid and all of that. It's a bunch of consequences to it. It ain't, it ain't as simple as just choosing Hey, I'm gonna choose this side. No, you gotta you gotta navigate the waters. You gotta put on your captain hat and navigate these shaky ass waters. And they're gonna be shaky for as long as you allow them to be. Mm-hmm. And then off of what you said to your moms too, you'll never see your grandchild again. That's I was going. Hey, yeah, I was about to get. It. So that's if petty. you pick your girl side, mm-hmm. you gotta deal with that too. Yeah. Your mom, your your kid not growing up with a grandmother. You know what I'm saying, me. Mm-hmm. Cause words got meaning, and especially and sure. and when y'all heated like that, and you tell your mom, "Well, fuck it, then you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna ever see your grandson." Like for her too, like that's that's her grandkid in the day too. Yeah, that's soul crushing. You know what I'm saying? So for you to say, "I can't, I will never see it again," cool. Yeah. Guess what? I'm I'm not then. And then you also got to understand with doing that. I don't know if you got brothers and sisters and all that, and they grown. Most of the time, when brothers and sisters get together, y'all going to mom's crib. When y'all mm-hmm. grown, y'all going by mom's crib. You didn't impede at all that. You yep. didn't impede at all that with saying that one simple sentence. Yep. You didn't, hey. So now you, hey, you in a dilemma, bro. Like, whichever side you pick, you're going to lose on the other side. That's just what it's going to be. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he asked, is it is it irreversible? No. No. No, it's not. It can it can be fixed, but it's going to take a lot of time. whole and lot that's of years. That's just what it is. And fact is, is that, you take care of that woman, you marry that woman, eventually your mama's not going to have no choice but to respect her. But as of right now, that is not your wife. So your mama was not wrong in asking for a paternity test. That's just the reality of the situation. Now, her intent may have been wrong when she yeah. asked it, but simply asking for that is not wrong. So we can't use that as a reason for whatever the case may be. Because, you know, again, bruised ego or not, your girl shouldn't be opposed to you wanting to make sure now, if y'all married and you asked for that, then I can understand her being uh, being a bit frustrated. You see what I'm saying? But y'all are dating. Y'all are girlfriend, boyfriend. Niggas cheat on each other every day, B. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality of it. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure you can you can feel it all the all the way you want about it. But goddamn it, the can you blame me? Is it is it past the time? For him to have both of them in one room, yes. to let them know, yes, like, to try to talk it out, yeah. or, yes. or 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 it's 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 not that time yet. Okay, he passed. He, he so passed it, that time. That should have happened earlier. Earlier, yeah. but right now it's no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. It's, it's gonna take. It's gonna take a couple years. Okay, it's gonna take a couple years. I feel it. I feel it. You understand me? But look here, man. We praying for you, big dog. Like I say, you done dug this ditch. There, there is a way out of it. 
but it's gonna take some real leadership on your end. Real it's leadership, gonna, real time. Real navigating on your end, and it's gonna take some time. It's like bro saying, so you just gotta be patient. Uh, that girl is a part of your life now. That that is your family. She's your baby mama. Yeah, that's just what it is. So we got to we got to make the best with what we got at this point. And in honor of the kid, for the kid's sake, y'all gotta remember the kid. It's bigger than every, all this little petty shit that y'all got going on. Mm-hmm. Make sure that that environment that that kid is coming up in is one suitable to raise one in mm-hmm. by any means necessary. Whoever I got to get rid of to do that, that's what got to happen. Mm-hmm. So, again, on that note, man, we're going to wrap this thing up. We appreciate y'all kicking it with us, man. Salute to Crusader Nation, God man. Damn it. Patreon in the building, man. We back. God damn it. It feel good to be back. The best podcast in the world. In the Hands down. We might, part on, we might part on Mars next year. Hey, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. Salute to Kitty T, man. He at work again, man. But bro, go, bro schedule going to loosen up a little bit by the end of the month. So he will be back soon for everybody asking. Um, I think I think that's all we got, man. We're going we gonna to go out and get up out of here, man. We ain't heard this record yet, but mm. we're going to hear it right now. Right now. For the first time. Off that new Drake, Scary Hours EP, Evil Ways. Featuring J. Cole. We gone. Yeah. Yeah. Everything good. Everything pure. Don't worry. Everything pure. Some evil ways. Even through the glasses, you can see the gaze. To find your way up to the top, the shit gon' be a maze. Volkswagen shit, the way I'm running Beatles plays. Yeah, and we linking like we freed the slaves. I conquered hell, I walked the villain, set my feet ablaze. My heart hardens every year like sneakers that Adidas made. I never did the VMAs, I'm not in need of praise. All praise to the born sinners Jesus saves. My brothers running through the six like the Green Berets. Beefing with a block that's 500 feet away. Wheel of Fortune shit the way they say they need a K. Nah, I only need a raise. And a safe to stash these Frito-Lays. Times was hard, I watched my mama robbing Paul just to get Peter paid. And now my paper folded like when teachers don't want classmates to see a grade. Time is speeding now, I see the grades poking out this beard. But it's weird, cause I feel like I ain't even aged. Y'all seize the rays, feet firmly planted for these precious flowers. I've been handed, watch me be the vase. Man, I'm living out Carlito's way. You niggas ain't getting no bread, you in a keto phase. Wisdom coming out my mouth like some teething pain. My whip used to have the seat displays where Smack DVD would play. Zopa clone, baby, I can't rest without the sleeping A's. Bought this nigga jewels, he shits his light, let's get it reappraised. I bet you see the price and you gon' be amazed. And Broski didn't do it, he like a piece of art, judge, he was framed. Some feed the J's to receive a wage. Coke got their nose bleeding like the seats where you can't see the stage. High up in arenas where they see they faves. AKA me and Drizzy Drake, we the wave. Mm. Yeah. We the wave, like Christian Combs with a brush in his hand once the grease is laid. Shit is 360 like the label deal you signed to get your people paid. Me, I got tickets like a meter made. And 21, my nigga, like he's celebrating legal age. Next time I get in Rosalia face, I hope she tell her people that we need some space. Niggas think I won't get them here, but like a Indian marriage, it could be arranged. 
diss me and it just may see us on your block like the street parade. At the top, playing keep away with the crown. Our life's an open book, come and read a page. Drake pulled a white bitch that's going both ways. She like the queen of spades. I'm starting to think they perks is fake, they weed is lace. For thinking it's a game, if it's a game, these streets would be Bushido's blade. Raise it to his face and he ain't need a shave. I stay out of beef, see niggas' DNA get rearranged I'm with Drizzy in Atlanta, so many hitters with that nigga They could be the Braves, young angel going through his demon phase Hard to blame him, Lord knows his game can be depraved Scary hours undefeated, y'all should be afraid Yeah, y'all should be afraid Video for this, yeah, uh, straight audio. Talking crazy on it. <laughs>